this whole experience of being in grad school as a minority, discovering my cultural identity. I, I have found empowerment through movement, meditation, and affirmations. Hi everyone, thanks for checking into the Grad Girl Wellness Podcast, a space designed to inspire and highlight the stories of women of color in graduate school who are prioritizing their overall health and wellness while pursuing higher education. My name is Angela and I'm your host. Let's get started. So, hey, Ambry, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm enjoying the summer. I'm glad I got a little bit of a break from the hecticness of the semester. So doing all right. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you um, for being here. It's a pleasure to get to talk with you again um, here on the podcast after doing an Instagram live with you. And so for folks who aren't familiar, I was wondering if we could start with you telling us a little bit about yourself, your discipline, and what year you are. So my name is Ambry, and I am in my third year at Lesley University, where I'm studying dance movement therapy and mental health counseling. So it's a dual degree. What I will be coming out of the program is with a licensed or working towards my license in dance movement therapy, as well as licensed professional counselor. So it's two, two um, licenses. And I'm really passionate about just connecting with people on Instagram and doing podcasts, things like that. So that's really awesome. Awesome. (laughs) This is perfect then. Um, So what made you choose your course of study? It sounds really interesting. Um, So actually when I was a senior or junior in high school, um, I was in a dance, like pre-professional dance company and at that period for each of the students, we have like a circle and we try to discuss where we wanna go next. Like what is the next route? Do we wanna go professional? Do we want to go to school? Do we wanna go to dance school or do we wanna teach or do we just wanna drop dance altogether? And in that my dance teacher suggested that I do dance therapy Uh, So she like implemented it into my head, but for the years after that, it took me like probably like two or three years to actually like go on that path. I was trying to do everything but that, just like trying to be rebellious, Um, but I just kept coming back to it. So in my junior, sophomore year of undergrad, that's when I decided to really look into programs and really take dance therapy, dance movement therapy seriously. It's interesting how we sometimes kind of like try to fight our gifts or like fight our calling and it (laughs) calls us back. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, so in that, it sounds like you kind of had like maybe some helpful mentors and a community of people, at least in high school. I'm wondering what your relationship was to like questions like community and self-care as an undergraduate and a graduate student. What did that look like for you? So to this day, I struggle immensely to find community. Um, I, I just feel that I'm very like particular with who I allow into my community. And I really want to, I find that especially in this 
community of Latinx and mental health that there's not really a community. And through the pandemic, I was able to connect with individuals on Instagram that are Latinx, that are either in grad school professionals that are doing the work. So I'm cultivating that um, little by little. I'm grad gravitating, connecting with people to build that community. Um, so that answers the community aspect, but the self-care, uh, one of my colleagues, which I, I really am fond of her and like what she does and what she stands for, she mentions just doing, committing to yourself, doing one self-care thing a day. That way it can be as simple as writing in a journal, taking five minutes to breathe. But if you're need, if I'm needing more, more self-care for that day, like today I had to meditate, like meditate, do a guided meditation for like an hour and a half because like my brain, my body were not connected, overwhelmed from school, a lot going on. <laughs> so I, I hope that answers your question. Most definitely. And have you always kind of had a, an interest in self-care and like meditation or is this something that's kind of developed since you've been um, in school? I think I've always had it, but it has definitely enriched and broadened my self-care practice. For example, in high school or even before high school, middle school and all that, in our dance classes, I, I danced from seven to senior year in high school we would oftentimes have meditations in our classes and our dance classes. Um, so that, that's something that has just been with me, but as the years progressed, um, I've implemented several different self-care strategies. For example, writing in my journal, my positive journal, um, drawing, dancing, stretching, things like that, or just talking to people really helps me. No, I think that that's awesome. And I like to hear how people's like self-care evolves over time and kind of reflects the different uh, circumstances that they find themselves in. Um, and I think with that, I was also going to mention, I love the fact that you're creating a community that you see, like you saw that there wasn't a community for Latinx people um, talking about mental health. So I, I appreciate that you um, are taking the initiative to create that for other people. So I kind of wanted to move us into dance movement therapy, because honestly, before I met you, I had never heard of it. Um, so I was wondering if you could just like give us a definition of what that is. Um, so I get this question asked a lot in okay. the simplest way I like to put it um, is thinking about dance talk therapy, but instead of using talk talking with one another to like overcome obstacles, work through things, you're, we are using movement. So for example, if, you're, if I'm having a traumatic experience and I can't verbalize or vocalize it, I'm using movement or movement strategies to work through and, um, that trauma or situation. Awesome. I really like this idea and as I was like prepping for this, I kept thinking about Grey's Anatomy and how they like dance it out all the time. And I was like, maybe that's dance movement therapy or something uh, related. Um, I wanna touch on that. I think 
at least when I was growing up in my dance studio and dance studios, I went through a couple different ones. That term dancing out was something that we always come back to. For example, maybe in high school, we had like a conflict with a friend, which was like the most dramatic thing. It was like the most heavy thing, which now might not be, but in that instance, it was like so detrimental and so like heavy for us. So we would, our instructors would be like, just dance it out. Just just like, if, if you are having a difficult time, make, feel that as passion to make your dance that much better, that much more passionate, that much more rich, so. I think their Grey's Anatomy was on to something when they had <laughs> dancing out things. Totally. Um, so I guess my question, because I want to make sure that this is useful to listeners, right, who might want to think about dance movement therapy as another form of self-care. I guess my first question then is, do you have to be a dancer to do this? No, and it's often better if you're not, because if you are a dancer, you're in the mindset, oh, I'm dancing for an audience. Oh, I'm dancing to it, make it aesthetically pleasing, which there's nothing wrong with that. That's a whole different path. But dance movement therapy, the main focus is dancing for feeling or dancing authentically. So if you're sad, like what, what kind of movement comes from your body that expresses that, that words can't. So like if you're a dancer, you kind of already know like how to move your body and like do things. But if you don't have that dance experience, um, it can be a little bit struggle at first. But at the same time, if you're not a dancer, then you come through, come through the lens of moving organically and authentically to you and as opposed to, oh, I was taught to hold my arm like this. Oh, I was taught to move to the beat of the rhythm, move, move to the beat of the music or whatever it may be. Awesome. So I, it can be, it's kind of having like the professional training in some instances could be a hindrance then. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so another question is, how can grad students incorporate this into their wellness practice? So you're a grad student. Um, what the, could this look like realistically? Um, for me, it is TikToks, making TikToks. But I mean, it doesn't have to be like as whatever that may be. It can be as simple as I, I like to invite people to find a favorite song and then just like have a dance party by themselves. Or you can have people like a family or friends. Um, for me, that is a great way to, for people to get connected to their bodies, their emotions, the music, and really releasing that. And, it, and for a grad student, as we all know, there's like, we have a lot of, lot to deal with, a lot going on. So putting on music, dancing it out for a minute um, may, may be able to help us relieve stress and really change our focus. No, I think that's awesome. I think a lot of us are probably already on TikTok. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> cool. Um, and so I also wanted to, when I found your page, right, Amber Creative, you have this line that I thought was really interesting. And so I wanted to follow up with you and ask you, what does it mean to reclaim your identity through stretching, meditation, and movement? 
That is a good question. I don't think a lot of people ever ask me that question, so I'm glad that you did. Uh, <laughs> uh, so for me, this whole experience of being in grad school as a minority, discovering my cultural identity, I, I have found empowerment through movement, meditation, and affirmations, um, and just reclaiming my identity um, through all those things. So that is kind of how I hope to help the community I want to serve once I'm out of grad school. So I'm trying to like plant this seed and have, an, have that conversation, have those, that invitation to explore our cultural identities and work through any resistance or struggles we may have with that. Mm -hmm. No, I, I think that's awesome. I love this idea of planting the seeds, right? Um, I think that's really important in terms of like long-term uh, goals that we have. So um, Amber, I don't know if you have any other tips or suggestions for grad students who want to, you know, incorporate movement, dance movement therapy into their lives, like questions like when to do it, how to do it. I, I don't think there's ever a perfect time when or how. I think it's more about just creating the time and space to do that. Um, for example, today, today, Mondays are my mental health days. For any, for everyone else, mental health and how they go about it, how they cope with manage um, self-care looks different. But for me, mental health is Mondays and doing things like this, doing things, movement, um, as big or as small as it like, as I may need. For example, doing stretches helps me. Um, or going on a walk or things like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. I think that's really, really helpful. Um, and I, I've never heard of this idea of like kind of scheduling things according to days, but I think that could help keep keep things organized. <laughs> I struggle. So that's awesome. So at this point, I want to move us to the lightning round. And this is where you just say the first thing that comes to your head, don't think about it too much. Um, there's no right or wrong answer. So the first one is, if you could, please give us three words to describe wellness in graduate school. Wellness in graduate school. Uh, three words, very needed today. <laughs> I agree. Okay, cool. The next one is, what are two invaluable resources that have helped you in your wellness journey? What two valuable resources that have helped me in my wellness journey. One of them has been meditations, which I kind of talked about earlier today, but I'll give you this. So I do guided meditations and it's on YouTube. It's the, their account is mindful movement or the mindful movement or something. Um, that has been one of the wellness strategies Another one is, I will just go ahead and talk about what I talked about earlier, which is just finding um, maybe five, maybe a couple songs that you really like and just planning a time to like just dance to them. It, or you don't have to dance to them at all, just listening to them and just getting connected to them. Mm -hmm. I think those are very like 
practical tips. And I'm gonna um, definitely link the mindful movement in the, the show notes for this. And so lastly, if you could please give one piece of advice to listeners who are primarily women of color in graduate school who want to prioritize their wellness. Mm, I think maybe, I, the word that comes to mind is just resiliency, just knowing, for me at least, there's been a lot of obstacles that have brought me down. Um, and just knowing that there are people just like us, uh, women of color in grad school that are working towards or overcoming those obstacles. And even if, for, for me, I feel in many situations alone, but knowing that there are several people like you or many other people out here that are just thriving and just seeing that is an invitation to move forward. Beautiful, that's so well said. So Ambry, if people want to join your community and kind of support you in this, the building of Ambry Creative, how can they find you? So I am on, Instagram, Ambry underscore creative. I'm on TikTok, Ambry underscore creative. If you would like to email me, you can email me at ambrycreative at gmail.com. And those are the only things I have currently. I want to work towards a website, but I'll get there. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And um, I'm sure people will reach out to you. So I thank you for being here. It's great talking to you again. And that's a wrap on this episode. Perfect. <laughs> that's all I have for you on this episode. I hope that you heard something that inspires you along your wellness journey. And if so, share it with a friend. Until next time, take care. <laughs>